Have y'all been finding good shows to watch? Like, I've been falling into some really good shows, and a lot of times it's on accident. Like, I'll be looking for something else, and while I'm spelling out whatever for another show, something else will pop up that I'll preview, and then I'll add it to my list. Or some shows, you know, on, like, Hulu and stuff, if you're watching something and you finish that episode or movie or whatever, sometimes it'll just play, like, whatever was on your list or whatever. Well, that happens to me a lot. And then I end up getting caught up in something that was set on the TV. Like, wait, what? What did she say? What's happening over here? And the next thing I know, I'm like three episodes deep into a new show. I've already picked my favorite characters. Like, it's a whole thing. So, yeah, that's how I've been finding my new shows. Anyway, let's get into this episode, y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast, a podcast where Lola, that's me, a millennial mom, talks to friends about life, motherhood, and everything in between. Every Wednesday, I bring you topics that we all struggle with, whether we're a parent or not. Every stage of motherhood is awkward. Whether you have one kid or six, you're a dog mom, or you feel like your partner's mom, things can get messy. I'm for sure an awkward mom, navigating all the growing pains that come along with millennial mom life. Feel stuck in an identity crisis? Feel like your life lacks direction? Goals feel distant? Well, you're not alone. Tune in every Wednesday as I go through the crazy coaster called life with you. This podcast celebrates motherhood in all forms for exactly what it is, awkward. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now. Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hey, hello, how are you? Welcome to the Awkward Mom stage. If you're back for another episode, thank you so much for supporting the show. I'm glad you enjoy listening to the monotone sounds of the Awkward Mom stage. I'm recording outside today because there's some noise going on in my house right now and now like the birds want to get hyped. I mean, I guess that's a great background for, you know, recording. Today's episode is a mental health check-in. Like always, once a month, I just sit down and talk about the state of my mental health and the people around me. Basically, I just created this podcast as a way for me to be able to run my mouth and complain about life. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Also, I really don't have a structure to these episodes. If you've been listening since I started mental health check-in episodes once a month, I talk like I talk to my friends, so you guys also get the sporadic mess that is my mind. So if you're looking for a structure or, you know, certified advice, I'm not the one for that today. Try me on another episode when I have an accomplished guest and I have to pretend I have my shit together. <laughs> Y'all, it's so crazy to me that it's already almost summertime. My kids have like eight days of school left and I am shook. I'm just like, where the hell did the year go? Like, I can't believe it's already basically the end of May. Parents everywhere are currently like, but school just started. I mean, between digital learning and all the COVID days off and everything else, it felt like school never started. Seriously, y'all, it's seven months left in the year. Already, I mean, like, come on, but... We do have some fun summer plans, so I'm looking forward to that. But my kids being home all day is going to kill your girl's pockets with them snacks. 
but they're also doing summer programs this year for a few weeks, so maybe the snack intake won't be too crazy. I know. Wishful thinking, you say? Hey, a mom can dream, you know? Hey, y'all. It's Lola here, host and producer of the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. And let me tell you, hosting and producing this podcast is not easy. I had no idea what I was doing, and I still kind of don't. Don't tell anyone, but I don't. Buzzsprout has definitely been there to help me along the way, from hosting to helpful videos on what to do, how to edit, where to go, how to get music, you name it, they let you know how to do it. And their Facebook community is even more helpful. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster or you're trying to start a podcast or you have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They've got everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me. I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can definitely click the link in the show notes, and it will take you to Buzzsprout, and they will walk you through everything you need on getting your podcast up, running, and ready to go. Now back to the show. Today, I thought it would be a good idea to discuss some things that actually improve your mental health. For those that are looking for new ways to step away for a minute, boost your mood, I added some things I read about, talked to friends about, and things I like to do to unwind or get my mind off of life. You know, adulting. Something I would really love to do again is take a sit-down bath. I know that sounds weird. Don't worry, I'm bathing. I'm just currently only taking showers. Our current bathrooms have tubs that don't accommodate my long legs. So showers it is forever, I guess. In our last house, we didn't have a tub in our master bathroom, like, at all. And not in the house before that either. So for the last, like, nine years, I haven't had a tub to fit in comfortably. So while the whole bath bomb craze is going on, I don't really get to indulge in that. Because I'm not squeezing my long-legged body in our small tub. (laughs) But taking a relaxing bath going to a spa, sitting in a sauna, or hell, even going in the bathroom and turning on the shower extra hot and sitting on the toilet in the steam is a great way to relieve some stress. Yes, if you're wondering, I have done the bootleg sauna trick before, and it also works great when you or your child is really congested. Just something for you to remember. But nonetheless, baths and things that involve water and silence seem to be the jam these days. So if you can fit in your bathtub, I say go for it, girl. Put your kids to bed, lock your husband out of the bathroom, climb into the tub with your drink of choice, and enjoy. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, some things I love is finding a good show. This is a form of self-care for me because even from childhood, I loved removing myself from reality and immersing myself into a story, especially with characters that I could relate to. I love a good storyline, too, something that has a little bit of everything without doing too much. I love finding a good show just as much as I love watching my favorites like The Office, the Legally Blonde series, Baby Mama, or The House Bunny for the millionth time. I love to laugh, which is probably one of the reasons they say watching something funny or your favorite movie or TV show is a top way to boost your mood, usually almost instantly. Comedy is one of my most favorite movie genres. Then there's rom-coms, anything with vampires, zombies, wizards, sorcerers. Yes, there's a difference. Also suspense, action, you know, all the things. Movies and shows that inspire and teach. 
The only thing I don't like really is like really gory shit like Saw and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I just really don't have the urge to watch someone get their body chopped up or, you know, walk on needles. Like that's just something I don't want to do. It really gets my adrenaline going in the worst way. But a few shows I've been loving so far, Good Trouble being one of them, have gotten me through pandemic times. Loads of laundry, Sunday morning sessions, and late night insomnia. Y'all, this bird is tripping. Like, it was not, he or she was not just loud when I came out here, is all I'm saying. Like, everybody wants to pipe up as soon as I come outside. I don't, I don't know why. Oop, and there's squirrels fighting. There's squirrels fighting right now. Anyway. I'm currently binging Good Trouble with my friends, and oh my god, I'm in season three right now. I think I'm episode six, and it's so good. My friends are ahead of me, but they keep telling me it just gets better, so I can't wait. But I'm also sad because I don't know if or when season four is coming, so let us pray. I love all the characters, all their different backstories and backgrounds. I love their communal living and how close they all are in different ways for different reasons. They all touch you in like a different way. I love how it has a little bit of funny, sexy, serious. It speaks to like a younger generation, I think, that can relate. The fashion is amazing. And more importantly, it shares cause, you know, things that are actually happening in the world. It shows issues we deal with, Black Lives Matter, injustice for the mentally ill, just things that are going on throughout the world right now. But in the eyes of the generations trying to make changes, you know, especially shows like Blackish, Grownish, Younger. I love all these shows because they all incorporate real life and real issues and struggles like in the show. So it's it shows solution to real problems. I love that. I think what makes me love the storyline of Good Trouble even more is the fact that it's more realistic than a lot, a lot of stuff out there. Like, I hate when a show takes something that realistically wouldn't be as big of an issue or like an issue in real life if you just addressed it ahead of time or like up front. But then they're, they just like drag it on forever and turn it into this big dramatic thing. Like, I can't stand that. I can't stand when a show takes forever to get to the point or the good stuff and it drags on forever. Like, that's kind of how I'm feeling about Cruel Summer right now on Hulu. Me and my girls are currently hate watching that at the moment. <laughs> I, I say hate watching because we can't decide if we want to stick around for things to get good or like just call it quits. Like, it seems that people are loving it on Twitter, but we just can't get into the group yet. It's so many cliffhangers for me. I think I'm just hoping it gets better before we write it off for good. I also saw on Twitter that somebody said that the director said that episode six or seven is when things are supposed to like really get good. He made the first six episodes like huge cliffhangers to like keep you guessing on purpose or something. But still, like, come on, like. I want to get into it. I want to love it already, but like I don't at the moment. There's too many questions for me still. I can't I can't figure out whose side I'm on. Like it's just a lot. But maybe we'll be surprised in episode six or seven. Maybe it'll be jaw dropping. I don't know. We'll see. My husband and I also have shows that we watch together, and sometimes our tenant will come upstairs and um he'll watch shows with us too. 
we just finished the second season of The Circle. We love that show. It's so fun. I definitely go on that show. Like, it's so fun. And Chloe is my favorite ever. I just love her. I want to be BFF with her. She's, like, the sweetest person. Is she? I love her because I've seen her in other shows. And she's exactly the same, which is why I love her. Like, she doesn't change, so you know that's, like, her personality. Courtney had all the bomb t-shirts. Like, I need every single one of those. But anyway, y'all should go watch it. It's a really fun show. We've also been watching The Prodigal Son, which we have some catching up to do on that show. Um, I heard some good stuff happen. But we've recently stumbled upon some other good stuff. And we started watching Jupiter's Legacy, I think it's called, on Netflix. And we're also watching The Boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, man, y'all, that show, The Boys, is something else, man. Like, they have some real twisted shit in that show, but it's good. We've been watching it and really getting into it, but, like, wow. But, honestly, it's kind of, it's low-key what I picture a lot of, like, superheroes and, like, people with superpowers acting. So, yeah, you should definitely check it out if you have Amazon Prime. The Boys is good. Some cute family movies that I'm loving at the moment are Disney's Soul and The Mitchells vs. The Machines on Netflix. I love that family and children's shows are like incorporating real life issues in a way younger children can understand as well. I've probably watched Soul like a million times already and I'm not even ashamed. I freaking love that movie. It puts me in such a good mood and has such a cute message. Like it has a really good message. My husband bought me 22. She's a character in the movie, which if you haven't seen it, I mean, why haven't you? But anyway, he bought me the little pop character of her, the little collectible. I currently have Fat Thor. He's my favorite Thor. Andy and Miranda from The Devil Wears Prada because, duh, that's also one of my favorite movies, even though I absolutely hate the ending. And now I have 22. But anyway, we're getting off topic with the pop collection. Do you love reading? I do too. But we all know you don't always have time to sit down and read a good book as a mom. Well, I solved that problem with Audible. I've been using Audible for the past four years and it's been amazing. Audible is perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors so you can listen to them while driving, cooking dinner, or doing anything else that's going on in your life. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. And with their new update, they also have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. So there really is something for everyone. You can click the link in the show notes today to sign up. And the best part about Audible is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You get your first 30 days, first book free, no strings attached. Plus, all of their books are DRM free, so they aren't locking them away from other devices, which means once your membership expires or you cancel, any audiobook will still be yours forever, even without an active subscription. Just download them again anytime from anywhere from the app or the website. They have over 180,000 titles available, and I'm sure that number is going to keep growing. I listed some books in the show notes as suggestions to get you started. I've already read four books this year, thanks to the Audible app. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. (laughs) Something else that's been working for a lot of people lately is getting outdoors. As you can see, I'm outdoor with these loud ass birds. That's another form of self-care 
it's a great way to like boost your mood is just getting outside, whether it's a walk or just sitting on your porch with a drink, whatever you need to do to get some fresh air and some vitamin D. Through this past year and a half, a lot of people have been embracing nature way more. I mean, we all saw it when we went in Walmart and there was like no bicycles or outdoor equipment of any sort. You could could barely find a pool noodle. Literally, everyone was outside. I know we certainly have. I mean, people are really getting into camping, bike riding, hiking, swimming, RVing, traveling more. I feel like with the shutdowns, people had like a lot of time to really sit and think about what they want in life and what they want to do more of. They're discovering more places because they have time to like, you know, search and deep dive and look at all this stuff. They're discovering more places in the world to travel and visit. Some people have even made, you know, moves. The longing for wanting to be back outdoors has really sparked a call for nature in a lot of people, I feel. I'm sure the ones who loved nature before are like, um, we told y'all. But for those of us who have just really been getting into the nature thing, I've got to say it's pretty cool. We're planning our first big camping trip together as a family this summer. We haven't been camping since we were kids, and our kids haven't ever like actually been like camping camping so I think it should be fun I know it sounds crazy but crying and just getting all the emotions out is also a really good form of self-care and also can be a mood booster after your emotions are out because it's like a relief for your mind and body I go through sometimes especially now as I'm getting older and since I've started to embrace therapy and self-love and learning more about myself and realizing that I never really cried and when I did cry it was like quick and hidden and I never felt better afterwards because I never actually you know fully cried for anything but that's because I grew up thinking crying was a sign of weakness so I never really did it I never wanted to show anyone my weakness so I never cried in front of people like it really took a lot for me to just you know ball my eyes out or cry. I can have one hell of a poker face. But it was just emotionally damaging me from the inside. So every now and then I'll go through periods where I just cry. Like I think it's like 25 years overdue. So it's not really surprising. But honestly, afterwards, I feel better. I cry until I can't. And then usually I'll shower and I'll get dressed and I'll feel better. Sometimes it takes a day of crying. Sometimes it takes three. It all depends on what's going on in life, really. But that's okay, too. I've also just finished creating a digital journal for my Etsy shop. I already had a digital planner. I wanted a digital journal as well. For times, I'm not writing in that 97-cent notebook of mine. But journaling has been a really big help for me, no matter how I'm getting the thoughts or words out. It's become a really big part of a lot of people's self-healing journeys, I feel. Like, I've seen a lot more about, like, journaling and things like that. Whether it's sobriety, mental health, or just creating, journals have become a really big thing. And I think the shutdown was a big part of that, too, especially when some people didn't have access to therapy or mental health care. Sometimes journaling was literally their only escape. Reading a good book or listening to one is also great. I've discovered many books that I've been enjoying this year. I've been listening to a lot of books on Audible, but I also recently started trying to find time to actually read myself. I've been reading a lot of self-help, business, relationship, both, you know, in the friendship realm and relationship-based. 
I'm learning about crystals. I actually just got a book from Five Below of all places about crystals. They actually have some really good books in there. And I'm also currently looking for a good nonfiction to get into. So if you have any recommendations there, let me know. But books are another form of escape for me. It's a story written in words. And sometimes the books are better than the movies. All my book lovers will know that. I also love to learn. So reading books and learning new things is always exciting for me. So let's look at a few other self-care or instant mood boosters that I've seen floating around on the interweb. Establish a bedtime routine and put down your phone. I feel like a lot of people can relate when I say that bedtime routines seem to have gone out the window when the pandemic began because I had a great routine for the week going on and I feel like as soon as the world started going crazy so did my bedtime routine I mean every day felt like groundhog day you knew when you woke up you didn't have anywhere to actually go and if you were still working that was literally the only thing you could do so bedtime routines were null and void but I have noticed when I go to bed and get a certain amount of sleep I wake up sometimes before my alarm clock and I'll just get right up and get ready I'm less likely to have to drag myself out of bed in the morning. I also notice when I take social media breaks or just take time away from my phone altogether, I have less headaches and I feel less overwhelmed and stressed. Like there's something I'm supposed to be doing, you know, that something I'm supposed to be doing feeling happened to me when I first started taking social media and phone breaks. But I think that was just because I was so used to a routine of like constantly being on my phone. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer that the body needs rest, but sometimes the brain wants us to keep going. But establishing a good bedtime routine and getting an amount of sleep that feels good to you, and by that, I mean, we already went over in another episode that eight hours of sleep isn't what everyone needs to fully function and feel rested. It all depends on what your body is most comfortable doing. So if you know that you only need five hours of sleep, Make sure you're getting to bed at a time that will assure by the time you're fully asleep, because it takes time for that too, you get a full five hours of rest before you have to wake up. You should be striving to wake up when your alarm goes off and just get the day going. If you have to drag yourself everywhere every day and you know it isn't super serious, you know there isn't an underlying like depression issue or anything possibly, then maybe you should get off your phone and work on your sleep routine. Also, water is a huge component in your mood, really your health, body, and skincare in general. I can always tell when I've had like low water intake for the week because I'm just way more sluggish and I feel groggy, bloated, and gross. I was just thinking about that the other day. I haven't really been taking water in like I should, and it's really showing in my skin, my hair, my mood, and just my health in general. So I'm getting back on the water train. It's kind of an uphill battle for me. Like, I have a sugar addiction. My body literally craves it. It happened after my second pregnancy. I just couldn't get enough. So juice is always my go-to. And if I'm not drinking juice, it's coffee. So I don't have I don't have my water with me right next to me. I'm usually, you know, drinking coffee or juice or something like that. So I'm not really thinking, oh, this isn't water. I'm just thinking, oh, this is a drink, you know? (laughs) It's crazy, I know, but... That's what I've got going on, but I'm working on it. So what have we learned today? That laughter is the best medicine? Books and movies give you an out from everyday life? Journaling and crying have been a helpful tool for healing. 
TV shows with good plots are always the jam. And putting down your phone, grabbing a glass of water, and getting in bed at a reasonable hour is the best form of self-care there is. So I hope today's mental health check-in was helpful in finding ways to boost your mood and also helped you know that you aren't alone. There's plenty of us out here that don't have it all together on the daily. Don't forget, we do have a free Facebook group for the podcast now. There's only six of us right now because it's a newbie, so y'all need to come and be friends. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already, please leave your girl a rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Let me know you're listening and that you love it. It would mean so much to me. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with the behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link. Or if you can't donate, just simply screenshot the show, tag me at the awkward mom stage and post it on your Instagram stories so I can reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you're loving the show and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. I hope you all have a happy hump day. And if it's not Wednesday when you're listening to this, I hope you have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page where you can follow and find information on next week's show and any updates for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for an all new episode. I hope you're having an awesome week. Happy hump day. And always remember your beautiful Lola.